Hello, saucers, and welcome to episode 28 of the Sauce Podcast. This is our final episode of season one, and it happens to be our very own Molly McKinstry's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Molly, and thank you for such a fun year here at the Sauce and just in life. We end this year on an episode all about sabbaticals. We spent time talking about the great resignation and how there's a lot of movement between jobs. But what if it's not time to leave your job, but it is time to take some type of break? Molly and I walk through my sabbatical that I took and help give tips on when to know it might be time for a sabbatical and how to ask for it and maybe even how to plan for it. Thank you always for tuning in, saucers, and for tuning in all year. We hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Sauce Podcast, where you will meet your hosts, Molly McKinstry and me, Liz Hajar. We are two colleagues turned friends who have worked together at the same company for nearly 10 years. Molly and I were born three weeks apart on opposite coasts of the US. And while we are nearly the same age, today our personal lives are quite different. And while we share the same job title at work, our paths to getting there have been quite different. Join us each week on the Sauce Podcast where we will share tips, tricks, and lessons we've learned together over the last 10 years. We both say it's our shared values of hard work to always do our best with a little bit of zaw that has led us to both our friendship and professional success. We hope you tune in each week, enjoy, and have a little bit of fun with us along the way. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Molly. It's your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I guess it is April 21st. It's it's my B-Day. It's your B-Day, my fellow Taurus. I know. We're getting older, wiser, and just better. You know what I mean? Yes, older, wiser, and better. I know. And you know me. You know I love a birthday. I mean, I I do. I love a birthday. (laughs) I actually love that this episode launches on your birthday because I know how much you love birthdays. But like, (sighs) because we don't work together, I don't get to see you necessarily. So I feel very special that we have an app launching and we get to say a happy birthday to all. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate the love. Uh, it's just, I think just a good, a good thing to really honor and celebrate birthdays, a good moment to pause and, you know, feel those good vibes. Exactly. Do you have any, any plans or we're seeing well, it's been just such an incredibly busy and full month. And um, I'm actually going to Nashville in at the end of is it the end of this week? I guess, yeah, to see my best friends from college. Oh, the knots and are getting together. Yes, the knots are getting together. And it is it is not for my birthday. There's a group of seven of us, so we can't right. obviously get together for everybody's birthday, but it just so happens this year's trip is falling right on the heels of mine. So that feels very, very special and celebratory. Um, and yeah, like fam stuff here and, you know, I love a good meal, you know, I love yes. a good dessert. So all, all of that is planned. I love it. Well, I, I am, I'm also very thrilled that it's a knots trip. I just feel like I love to hear about you guys. You gals always go somewhere great. Have you been to Nashville before, Mal? I forget. I went to Nashville for my sister Whitney's 40th birthday. That's, yeah. And uh, we loved it. I had gone, I had actually been in college because again, I went to the University of Florida. So I had been a few times 
just going to Vanderbilt for games. But I mean, I feel like I did it right yeah. when we went for my sister's 40th. So we're going to try to recreate a little hey, bit of that. Yeah. I love, um, I know. So I, fun. It's, I love Nashville mall. Get your, get your boots out. Get I, your country. I don't listen to my country as much out here and I just miss it. So like and the, the, the music there is incredible. Oh gosh. I know. So and good. you also know, I love live music and yes. so, so much of it. Also love my country. So <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I'm really excited. Maybe we can share some, some posts or pics from the, the knots trip. Molly's Molly's. I'm going to say a little bit birthday knots trip, but Mol, happy, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> I hope you're going to do something foodie for your soul. And because you make everyone amazing, amazing baked goods from scratch, I hope somebody makes one for you or it gets delivered. I mean, I would just love nothing more. Well, thank you. Thank you for the love. I feel it. So um, shifting gears into how we're going to spend the day, because the last time we spoke, um, actually had, you know, shared with our saucer audience the news of my... Great resignation, I suppose. I was, a part, I was a part of it. Yes, I became a part of it. Yes. Um, and, you know, again, just thank you all for your support as I, you know, shared a bit of my journey. But it also, I think, begged the question what if people are maybe not ready to be a part of the great resignation and aren't ready for um, a new, a new chapter entirely, but feel like a pause is uh, is due or a sabbatical. So today we're going to spend time talking about a sabbatical. And I am here to tell you that my lovely co-host, Miss Liz Hajar, actually knows firsthand about what taking a sabbatical is like and how that process went. So Lizzie, if you're up for it, I would love to spend today hearing about your sabbatical. Yeah, I, yeah, Mal, that sounds great. And it's kind of perfect because I think we're all talking about this great resignation. But exactly to your point, what if you don't, you're happy, you don't really want to leave your job, but you need a break. And whether it's a mental break, whether it's an emotional break, whether it's, I need to go explore something, I have got a big itch, I need to go get that. Um, How do you get a break? Um, How do you get a break and still be able to come back? So, I did take a sabbatical um, in 2019. Uh, I will say this probably throughout this podcast. It was the best gift I ever could have been given and the best thing I ever did for myself. It was the most incredible and I took six months and we can get into it all. But I was in a place where um, I think kind of how the sabbatical came to be. I actually did not think that I would take a sabbatical. Some people had mentioned it to me like, what about a sabbatical is? I, I don't know why. I think part was partially no one at, I took it with Glassdoor. No one at Glassdoor had taken a sabbatical ever before. The the CTO had taken like a month extra, like and a month of vacation one summer, but nobody had. And I think that I was trying to, I don't know. I just didn't think that that was going to be something that I could do. So um, I think one thing to talk about is kind of like where was I at when I came to this point that I was. I thought I would probably quit Glassdoor. So I had hit high, high, high burnout in 2016 in Chicago, and I was really fried and mentally fried and just, it was tough. I moved back to San Francisco and my org had gotten so large. I had 70 reps and nine managers. And for anyone out there in sales, particularly, particularly, that is a very, very large org of especially um, sellers. I had a lot of sellers that were greener in their career, et cetera. 
So we split my org in half and I was able to, in 2017, 2018, really kind of find balance again, kind of get that. It was a little bit less mentally challenging. And I just felt I was getting my groove as a director and feeling good. Um, and I came to a point though, where I did just kind of want a break. You know what I mean? I just kind of had this place in my life for me financially, I had saved and I was in a place where I said I could financially afford this much time off of work. Um, I have always, if you know me, when I left my other company, Aerotech, before I came to Glassdoor, I backpacked Southeast Asia with one of my good friends. And I've always said I work hard and then I want to take a break and go do something. So I kind of thought my journey at Glassdoor was coming to an end because I'd had this place in my life where I didn't have a ton of, you know, um, what I want to say. I want to say expenses, but I just didn't, you know, I didn't have what responsibilities in like financial ways. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like obligations, right? Obligations, you, you, should yeah, we say that? Maybe those financial obligations or those just responsibilities that would have made taking time like this to yourself and exploring and, and seeing something new. Um, that's difficult if, if yeah. you have, you know, other dependents who are relying on you or, you know, obligations again in all forms, <laughs> human or cost or all that. Right. Yeah. Just like, yeah. And I was just, and not saying, you know, because I didn't have a lot of obligations in that sense or a lot of dependencies. Um, you can't do a sabbatical, but for me, I just saw this gap in my life that I said, it has been an amazing run. I have learned a lot from Glassdoor. I don't want to leave. I'm mentally in such a better place, but I would like a break from my job and I want to go do some exploring in life. Like that's kind of what I want to go do. So that is how I arrived that I knew in 2019 I was going to be exiting Glassdoor. Yeah. I just would say, again, having been uh, fortunate enough to work alongside you when you went through this, it was, as as Liz shared, this was not, you know, a codified practice that Glassdoor had at the time. It, it wasn't like part of our benefit package. And so I just remember being so proud of you and being so thankful that not only you advocated for yourself needing and wanting a break, but people around you, your leaders, people who saw how hard you worked and, and, and knew how much kind of like blood, sweat, and tears you have poured into the org really supported you. And that is how this came to be. And, and frankly, Liz, you trailblazed other people after you now having the, the, the boldness and the confidence to say, I'd like to explore this and I'd like to understand what a sabbatical could look like for me. So kudos to you. And again, kudos to Glassdoor for being an incredible employer that has really yeah. always put their employees first and the whole person. And yeah, I just, I it, it was brave. It was bold. And I, I hope you felt fully supported in it. And I know it was an incredible experience. Yeah. Thank you, Maul. And thank you so much for saying that because when I was in it, I don't know that I felt like it was this bold thing and going to be a trailblazer thing, but I think my goal in life, and we work in sales, right? And it's always important to hit our sales targets and hit quota and, you know, achieve greatness in that, right? But also I think part of why, why I do my job and why I am the friend that I am is I want to help impact, help people leave, you know, leave uh, like a legacy, but more like leave something that like helps other people be happy and do great, you know? Um, so I'm just happy that this turned into something that helps support other people find their break if they needed it. And I think it's great that Glassdoor embraced it. 
So here's what I'll say is I thought that I was going to quit. Like I didn't, I didn't think sabbatical was an option. And a few people were like, Liz, why don't you ask for a sabbatical? I was like, no, no, probably my stubborn Taurus head. I was like, I won't get it. I'm just going to have to leave. Okay. Ultimately, when I went to go have the conversation with Glassdoor that, um, I was going to leave. It was really hard. I, I cried for four or five, six weeks, but I knew I wanted this break deep in my soul, but it was really hard for me because I, I just wasn't ready to say goodbye to Glassdoor. And so we ended up having conversations and we landed on a sabbatical being the option, which was incredible because again, um, I just don't know that I thought it was there just in my own mind. So we landed on a sabbatical, which was so great. And I think for those of you guys listening that might be in the spot trying to figure out are you part of the great resignation or do you go sabbatical? I will tell you when I, when I went in to resign for my, and it turned into a sabbatical, it was a very hard conversation. I was crying. I was sad. I was confused. How was I doing the right thing? Um, I, I didn't feel completely like, okay, Liz, you're quitting now. I didn't feel confident in my decision. Okay. I will share with you though, when I left Glassdoor about six months ago, it was hard and it was sad, but when I really felt like in my heart what was right, I knew it was my time to go. I did. You know what I mean? Like I knew. And that, I, I don't know if that helps people, but I say go with the gut, listen to the heart a bit to know, are you a part of the great resignation or are you a part of the sabbatical? I think that's such a good and important point because, you know, connected to, again, this like crossroad moment, check in, how are you feeling? You know, and we we need to do that. We all need to do that throughout our relationships, through our job. I, I love that you felt you knew you needed a pause. You knew you needed a break, but the kind of discomfort of it being permanent and it 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 being like you were going to leave the company entirely was a signal that I think you weren't ready. And I love that you listened to that, you acknowledged that. And when the idea of the sabbatical became an option, it probably did almost feel like a relief and and maybe could be best case, best case scenario. Yeah. And there was probably a little bit, exactly more, a little bit of me of going, I want to be free and figure out what's next for me. And I, you know what I mean? Is it, is it glass door, but I was still so sad to leave. Like, is it tech? What's there? So I, when I, the sabbatical offer came up and that's kind of where we landed. I was like, do I want to be tied to glass door? What do I want to do while I'm Mm. gone? But ultimately my boss, I said, text me, text me never, but check in every once. So like, I kind of was like, I'm going and doing me. Like if I get this time off, like I'm going, you know, and my boss was so respectful and she was awesome. She was like, I'm going to check in, but like, I'm not, I'm not in deals. I am done. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just, so, so good. So interesting. Okay. So probably at this point, maybe we go to, and now it is a sabbatical. And so how did you decide what the details of the sabbatical needed to look like in order for it to feel like what you, what you wanted and what you needed length of time, some of the kind of criteria you just said, you know, you really wanted to be off, off the radar, really checked out. What, what else felt important? Cool. So what was big to me was I needed enough time. Like I wasn't sitting here on a two week recharge or a four week recharge. Like I had prepped myself to quit. And so I was going to be taking six months and I was like, I'm taking six months, three months. Wasn't going to cut it from either for where I was at and what I wanted and like where my heart was at. I said, I want to do six months. I think that's also why I felt like a sabbatical might not be an option. Right. Because from all the research I did, and I think it's fair to share with the saucers, 
all the research I did, a lot of companies that do sabbaticals, it's probably like six to eight weeks, maybe four weeks, but four, six or eight weeks. And they're usually fully paid. Okay. Um, and so all the research I did, you could find a few companies that did three months here and there, but six months was a little, I will, I will say it was a little excessive, you know, but I'm glad I asked and I got it. So I needed to then figure out, and I'll kind of want to weave in kind of what you hear about with sabbaticals, but I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. I had met a friend of a friend and he had taken um, a year and a half off. And he told me he worked really hard. He was a software engineer. And he said, I really just needed something to kind of do, but not around my work, something completely different. And he had like bought up a beat old truck, bought a beat up old truck in Colorado and fixed it up and drove to Alaska and like lived in Alaska in the truck for like months. Okay. So I was like, interesting. And I didn't quite know at this point this, you know, I'd met him a couple years before my sabbatical. I knew that I was eventually going to probably take a break after Glassdoor. So I needed to kind of start thinking about what I wanted. And when it came down to getting a sabbatical from Glassdoor, I think it's really important if for those of you that are thinking about this, is it for mental health reasons? Is it because you need a break? And if that's the case, do not put pressure on what you do, but what is it that you kind of will, will help you kind of rebuild or just kind of feel free? Mm. And you've really got to think about that. Yeah. Because there's this other side of a sabbatical where people are like, I've always wanted to do a, a Spanish language course. Can I please have eight weeks? I've worked here for this long and I'd like eight weeks to go do that. Mm. And so I think you've really got to think about what is your priority yeah. in your sabbatical. Yeah. Mine was freedom off the grid. Yeah. A little bit of a mental break. I was in a good spot, but I just had grinded for seven years and a, seven and a half years at Glassdoor. I wanted to just not be on Slack not be texting nonstop, not be worrying about forecasting. I just, and you know, and like, I just wanted to be doing me. That's yeah. really what I wanted. Yeah. I think that is wonderful advice and feels kind of like there, there it's congruent with what we were talking about for when you decide to, to leave your job. And as I shared, you know, the, the top three factors that were the most important for me in exploring and considering my next job. So it, it's very similar. You're saying, okay, for your sabbatical, know and define for yourself what needs yes. to happen. What does it need to look like in order for it to accomplish what it needs to accomplish? And to your point, is it recharge? Is it mental health? Is it accomplish something new and different that I don't get the time and space to do because yes. I work full time? I think that's such a good idea because it's also going to guide the conversation with your employer of what you ask for and what you're willing to sacrifice if there if it does become a negotiation at any point. Exactly, Maul. And that, and I think that that's really important, Sausage, if you're thinking about this, is like you do need to think about what do you want from it? It's like, I need a little break to go do this activity that I've always wanted to do and I just feel like now's the time. Cool. What is that timeline and what is that activity and what do you want to do? I wanted a recharge, just like a whole mental, soul-fulfilling recharge. I wanted to be off the grid. And my biggest thing was I really did not want to be on anybody else's time. I didn't want to have to be showing up for social events if I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to be, you know, working, you know what I mean? If I didn't have to be doing forecasting, I just wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted while I was there. So, and that, and for me, knowing that I really wanted a mental and soul recharge and six months was what I felt was right. And I wasn't going to settle for three. And I, when Glassdoor and I talked, I said, listen, I, so that you guys know, I was very upfront with them. I said, you don't owe me this at all. Cause I was actually thinking I was going to quit. Um, I said, but I do want six months. And if it's not six months, 
no biggie. I will exit sad, but I will exit. And they came back and said, they didn't, I go, I go, if you come back with three months, I'm just going to tell you it's already a no. Um, maybe that's a salesperson in me just like already negotiating, but I just wanted them to know I love Glassdoor and I love my leaders. I didn't want to play games. I said, I'm in for six months is what I want. And that's what I need. And so they gave me the six months and, um, that's how we landed there. Can I just say, uh, for those who haven't listened to the Enneagram episode, uh, there there is a strong eight coming out here in uh, Liz sharing, you know, how she negotiated her sabbatical. But my goodness, one of, you know, the traits in you that I envy so much and I aspire to be more of is you just, you knew what it needed to be for you in order for it to work. And I will say, frankly, you helped your boss at that time and you helped Glassdoor know what truly was on the table and you saved everybody time because you're like, listen, it's not three months is not going to work. Four months is not going to work. A day less than six months is not going to work. So for all of us that aren't eights, uh, like I am not myself, just can we channel Liz Hajar and her just confident, dominant, we're doing yeah. Love it. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and that was the thing is, I think it's important to say it wasn't like this negotiation. I, cause I said, listen, you don't owe me this. I want to be upfront with you. If you can make it happen. Great. If not, like I'm very upfront with you that I will be exiting. Okay. Some of you guys might be asking how much time do you give? I think that if you're going to take a sabbatical and you want to start exploring it and you have a leader that you can, you trust, I think you start exploring with a leader that you trust who's above you in, in the org. And I think you give them, I think 90 days is really nice. And I would aim for 90 I think if you did 60 days, that's not the worst, but I think you should try to give them a prep that like, listen, I think you don't want to necessarily bring up a sabbatical and go, and I want to do it in a year. I mean, maybe you just start talking about it, but if you're getting real about wanting to take a sabbatical, I think it's a 60, 90 day conversation. That's what I think. Okay. And just to confirm what you're, what you're saying here is not a 60 to 90 day sabbatical length. You're saying prep your company and your boss with a two to three month runway that you would like to take this time. And I think you're also saying the, the downside of giving too much time is, you know, the business could change the, you know, the state of where the company is and the needs and the priorities are going to evolve. So give enough time where you can make a transition plan and a coverage plan and prep, but not so much time that the dynamic and the environment is going to be really too hard to, to understand. We don't know what everything's going to look like in a year exactly. So exactly, Molly, when to bring up, I think I want a sabbatical. I think I need to take one. Can we discuss this to my to your leader? I think 60 to 90 days is pretty fair because then they can figure out a backfill or what they're going to do during your time off. Yep. Okay. I think that is wonderful advice. Yes. So from here, we've talked about you know, how how you personally went into the conversation and, you know, how to prepare your employer and your boss. Should we go to the details now of yeah, what, let's go. what you did? Tell us about these oh, glorious yeah. six months off that you said was one of the best, if not the best, you know, gifts you've ever given yourself. And, and you were lucky enough to be given by Glassdoor. Yeah. It, so I ended up deciding that I, and I think, again, you've got to be very careful at the pressure you put on yourself because it's supposed to probably be relaxing no matter what it is that you're doing, whether a course or something else. And just don't put pressure on it having to be a certain way. But I wanted to just be relaxed. I wanted to kind of have me time and chill. 
So I found this island. Those of you that know me know that I'm obsessed with the city of Boston in the U.S. It's like top three favorite cities in the U.S. Um, but a college friend of mine had gone out to Nantucket Island. It's a, uh, what is it, 45, 40 miles out to sea near Martha's Vineyard. But no, it's not Martha's Vineyard and it's not Cape Cod. It is an island out to sea. And so I ended up moving there for um, five of the six months. I rented a house there for the summer on Nantucket Island. It was one of the most magical, incredible places. No one locks their door. You keep your car keys on the car seat. Like the the community, the the year-round community who lives there year-round are incredible. And then the summer community comes in and it goes from like population 10,000 to population 100,000 in the summer. It's insane. So I moved there and I just wanted to chill. If you guys know me, I couldn't chill too hard. I probably read 20 books. So I love to read, but um, I ended up, I got a bike to ride all around the island. I took the public transportation. The bus with the wave was amazing, but I ended up deciding that I wanted to do something to meet people just because the island's small and I just needed to have something to meet people. Yeah. So I ended up, I served when I was 22 years old and I think I was, what was I, 33 or 34, 34 when I took the sabbatical. And I ended up getting a serving job at a restaurant called Or the Whale, Moby Dick or the Whale for our literature folks out there. And I became a server. And I was 34 years old, serving with a whole bunch of 19, 20, and 21-year-olds. <laughs> weren't even legal age of drinking in the U.S. And I will just, to wrap it up here, it was, I, I worked a few shifts a week. It wasn't that big of a deal at all. Yeah. I said I didn't want to be on anyone else's time clock, so that was actually a little bit hard. But I needed a little rigor in my life. Yeah. Um, it was the best thing. I met so many incredible people that I still keep in touch with all the time. And I, it was the best thing for my ego. I had worked at Glassdoor and I had climbed the ladder and like, you know, we got feedback as leaders, but and no one sat me down and really said, Liz, you're not doing good at this or that. When I got into serving, I hadn't served in 12 years. I had to like, remember, like, I wasn't great at it, you know, yeah, and, I, yeah. and it was hard <laughs> and, you know, and, and there were some days that I was like, why am I doing this? Like I'm carrying buckets and buckets of, of dishes downstairs and all of that. But it was so good to be put in a different environment, challenged in different ways and to meet incredible incredible people. Oh my goodness. I just, I I cannot, I just love (laughs) this story so much. And I have personally never been to Nantucket, but um, I have lots of dear friends who, who have gone, who love it. Ironically, I feel like Coloradans love Nantucket and Uh. travel there a lot. I know many, many families in Colorado that love and travel to Nantucket, but I'm just hoping everybody is feeling the magic of this experience for you, Liz. And also, again, what it says about you that, to your point, you went, you took this break, you knew you needed to, you know, completely separate and distance yourself from Glassdoor, but then you take a serving job working with, you know, as you said, like people 10 to 15 years younger than you. And here you are, bussing tables and just, I mean... It was, it was incredible. And the last thing that I will say, and everyone go to Or the Whale and sit on their patio. Okay. If you go to Nantucket, it's on main street, right by the ferry, just go. But what I will, what I will add, the final piece of it was I also took this break and Glassdoor didn't make me sign something saying I would definitely come back. Okay. Um, so I could have not come back and I, you know, truth, I, I think I told my boss, I said, my goal is to come back, but also if something amazing and some life inspiring thing happens, I might not, but like my plan is to come back. Um, and I love Glassdoor and I was very, again, upfront with people about that, but I also enjoyed that I served because I was like, this is so different than what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm curious about like, do I want to start doing this? And I'm completely done with the tech world. And what it taught me was 
oh my God, the break was the, it was the best thing. But what it taught me was I actually started to miss this skill set that I built and mm-hmm. being able to run a business, run an org, like, you know, at, at, at director level, you're kind of running your org. I met a whole bunch of people who were in the tech industry while I was serving. And we would talk, we would talk business, we talk about recruiting and hiring. And I loved it. And I realized my first three months on the island, I was like, no one talked to me. Like I'm loving my serving. I'm loving my social life here. This is great. <laughs> but by month four, five, six, I was kind of like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I missed a little bit of that tech world, the world that I'm in where my career is at. And I think for me, I really needed that moment because of where I was at, at Glassdoor. And yes, I was so sad to leave, but I think I also just needed to have this moment. I had grinded so hard into my early thirties and this tech world was this truly what I wanted. And it might sound weird. I went serving, which is complete, very 180 degrees of what we were doing, but it just gave me something else. And it made me see that while I loved my serving, um, I realized that I really just felt like, you know, I, I did miss my skills I'd sell, yeah. I, my career, the skills I had built. Yeah. And I wanted to go get back into it and get better. Not yeah. quite yet because I wanted those six months. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, again, anyone listening who's considering a sabbatical and and you will draw up what what it looks like for you, right? And 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 what the charge, what the recharge time or the growth time, you know, you, you take. I just love, Liz, that you – you took this space and you wanted to do something completely different because you kind of were at this crossroads of your career. Like, what do you want to do? What, what do you feel passionate about? And in taking that break, it seems like it almost reconfirmed for you. No, you are on the right track. You love what you do. You love hiring and leading people and giving people career advice and, Doing yes. all those things, you truly needed a break to yeah. get back to appreciating it and feeling like, oh yeah, okay, that's what I where I'm supposed to be. And I think I came back like walking on air. Like I was just like skipping around the office, being like, I'm so happy to be back. And we can talk <laughs> about that. But I think some people might be asking. So I went to Nantucket and everyone goes, you know, when I first took my sabbatical, like, are you gonna go travel the world? Are you gonna go? And I was like, actually, no, I'm gonna go to this island. But I was very fortunate. I was able to do some road trips through the U.S. And we've talked on here about how much I love a road trip. I went by myself through Montana, visited one of my best friends and her little girl went to Wyoming. But then I also spent time in Europe and South America. Um, And that's where I went on that flashback trip by myself. Yes. I went traveling with my neighbor. We had these two um, neighbors that were guys. They were the best. Tim and Eric, shout out to you guys. They were incredible. And I went and I went with Tim and traveled and we bumped in, we met up with Eric. It was just incredible. And then went to Flashpack. So if anybody's looking to travel, Flashpack. But anyways, I eventually made my way back to Glassdoor. And there might be a few things that I want to touch on just in case some people are asking. Did I get paid? From my research in the tech industry, including financial, after five years, if people did five years plus, Mm -hmm. um, it seemed, okay, seemed five years-ish plus they could usually take a four, six, or eight week. And a lot of them were paid, okay? Some of them had different stipulations about it, but I just I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew that. When I took my sabbatical, because again, I thought I was leaving, and I kind of held this like, I'm doing six months or bust kind of thing. I said, you don't need to pay me. I would love if you cover my medical benefits. For our US listeners, it's a lot of money. I'm telling you, it's not a grand, but it's it's not short of a grand. It's, it's, it's around per month for medical benefits, okay? So I asked, I said, Glassdoor, don't pay me but I would love medical benefits. They actually came back and said, we're not going to pay your medical benefits, but we're going to pay you one month salary while you go, when you, when you're off. And actually it worked out really great. Also, how do you afford a sabbatical? I understand how lucky I am 
that I didn't have a lot of financial obligations and I was able to save for this. Okay. And that I made enough, I was at a place where I had enough money to save for this. Okay. So I understand my privilege there and that I was very, very fortunate to have this, but I saved for a couple of years and I, I put it, people that know me, I'm pretty frugal. I don't live. We talked, I'm not a five-star, you know, turn down service gal. I'm more of a four-star, three-star hotel. Okay. Um, and so I did save for about two years and I had a pot of money that I had to tell myself spend all that money, Liz, because I would already start, I wouldn't have enjoyed and been as free yeah. if I hadn't. So yep. yeah. Yep. And if you felt that that's because that would have brought that stress in, right? Of yes. Like the feeling you're kind of trying to escape. Um, so good. You told yourself yes. that and you helped. And I did it. it. You, I you, spent sp- down. you spent the bucket. I spent the bucket, you guys, like, I'm not kidding. I had a little bit left, but I spent it pretty much to the penny. I do want to, we've talked about this before. I use my credit card points. So if someone's thinking about a sabbatical or taking time off after a job, start, you know, um, safely using your credit card to use those points. But that's how I traveled all throughout South America, Mm. um, big time. So I did want to talk about financially. A lot of people ask that again, a lot of companies that I've read that do have sabbaticals as a part of their benefits package. I have read, and you can do the research, the four five, six week ones, a lot of them are fully paid. And again, it's around the five-year mark. Okay. And you yeah. do usually need to be in good standing with the company, I think, in order to get a sabbatical on a lot of different things that I read as well. When I was researching, yeah. just to, for this episode, I wanted to look, but a couple years ago when I was doing it too, that was the stuff I looked at. Yeah. I think really helpful. And again, you know, it, while you want to go into, I think, this conversation with your boss and your employer prepared with some of this like expectation, right? Um, to your point, you did some research, you, you knew what to generally expect. I think thankfully now in 2022, especially if you are in tech and I know many, many folks are not, your company may actually have a standard approach to this now. Mm -hmm. And you can thank the people like Liz years ago, um, who were making that a part of a benefit program or a part of an employee experience benefit that, um, you know, go to your company's wiki or whatever resource hub you have and see, do they offer sabbaticals? Are they paid? What is the criteria of eligibility for employees to be considered for one? Um, I I think we would, I think we'd be surprised now what, what percentage of employers are, are focusing on this as a benefit for, for their people. And right now, if you read articles, actually, the girl from college who actually lived with me on Nantucket, she called me Sabbatical Liz. And so everywhere we go, she says Sabbatical Liz. And she actually sent me an article recently saying, is it the Great Resignation or is the Great Sabbatical the new thing? So I think right now there's the Great Resignation happening and some people saying, I need a break. And if we want to round this out, here's what I kind of, here's what I want to say is some people asked me when I was going to take my sabbatical, they're like, some a couple people at work came up to me when they got out that I was going to take a sabbatical. Um, we kind of gave a two week notice. I kind of just disappeared. I actually didn't have a big, I'm leaving. It was kind of like, I'll be back. Um, so FYI, I didn't have this big goodbye. Um, but a couple of like, are you mentally doing okay, Liz? And I was like, listen, a couple <laughs> years ago, I was not, uh, checking on me in 2016 was not good, but 20, 2019. Yeah. And I'm like excited, but I do want this break and this is what I want. So for anyone out there too, I bumped into a couple friends who've taken time off, you know, that actually they've all been single in their mid thirties and they're like, I'm having a little bit of mental breakdown. I'm like, but are you, or is this just like you doing you and taking a little time for yourself? So I want to normalize getting that time. 
Um, and so I com- I recommend for anybody on here who's listening. Um, again, I got back and I'll never forget our CRO came up to me and she goes, I don't know what I wanted for you when you took the sabbatical. Like I couldn't put it into words. And I was sitting at my desk the first day back and she goes, but this Lizzie, uh, this is every, like your look just yeah. sums up everything that I wanted. Yeah. And again, the best gift I could have ever been given. Thank you, Glassdoor, more than anything. And mm. the best thing I could have done for myself. And I could have pushed through at Glassdoor. I could have ended up quitting, but it was big. And I didn't realize it was this bold move to say, I'm raising my hand and saying, I need a break. And I am okay, but I want this break. And so for anyone out there listening, I want it to be okay to take a break yeah. and figure out how you do it. Make sure you figure out what's important to you on it. Don't put pressure on it, save for it and have the conversations and know like what's important to you when you have your asks. Oh gosh. I, similar to the, the last conversation, this feels bold. This feels like a bold and a brave thing to do, but in the spirit of, you know, put, putting ourselves first and putting our mental health first and, and putting (laughs) our, like the longevity of your success. You you really have to know when to take breaks, when to recharge, when to not go full 200% full throttle. And just, I love this story, Liz, and I'm, I'm so glad you shared it with us and, and our saucer audience. Cause I think it is, it's a really awesome one. Thank you so much, Molly. And thank you for cheering me on. As you guys hear, we cheered each other on a lot of things and it was very genuine. It was a bold move as we talk about it. I kind of, I didn't think at the time, Molly's like, Liz, you're so bold. And I'm like, really, Molly? Like, <laughs> I just want to break. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing what I want to do, you know? Um, but I also think some people have asked me, they're like, you know, you stayed at Glassdoor. Listen, I stayed for almost a year and nine months after. So shy of two years, longer than a year and a half. And some people are like, did you always just want, like, were you just buying time with this or that? I don't think you should put a stipulation if you take a sabbatical and you come back or you don't come back. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't, some companies might make you sign something that you have to come back. Glassdoor didn't like the, you know what I mean? And they, and so, um, I just think that you should feel comfortable doing what you've got to do. I don't, yeah. I think that you owe respect to your company for giving you this, but if you go back and realize, wow, I came back after a sabbatical and this isn't right for me have that respectful conversation and figure out your exit strategy or stay for 10 years. But I don't want there to be this pressure that you must stay because they gave you this gift. Um, but I think it's important to be respectful to your company and how, what that looks like. I think it's, yeah. Well, and I thank you for sharing that. It is a really good and important point because I do think there is a bit of this maybe pressure, again, expectation we put on ourselves of if I do this, then I need to, um, you know, come back and and do X, Y, Z. The truth is that wouldn't have been good for that won't be good for your organization if you come back and feel like you're you're not actually committed as you thought you maybe would be after a break. It's not good for either of you. So I, I think that's also really good advice, Liz. And just we have to see how we are in, in the moment and be honest with ourselves about where we stand and how we feel and make decisions to your point respectfully, professionally, as directly as we can communicate so everybody's aligned. Yeah. And just do what you want to do. Remember, everyone thought I was going to travel the world with a backpack. And I really, I'm fortunate I got to go to a couple continents, but I moved to an island, rode a bike to work and took 
took the bus to work and I served. You know what I mean? Like, and met incredible people along the way. And again, it was the best thing I could have done. So a thank you to Glassdoor. Um, and if you guys have any more questions, I try to highlight, I try to highlight what people ask. It's, you know, do you get paid money, timeline? How do you have the conversation? Um, and I also just would say, make sure that you're in good standing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I think so that mall is the, um, I think that is, that wraps it there. I know it does. Well, thank you again for sharing. Thank you for being bold and vulnerable and brave. It's just one of the many reasons why I love you. And I know our audience does too. Well, thank you, Molly, for your um, like great resignation uh, <laughs> and getting sabbatical. So any questions, always reach out to me on LinkedIn, DM us on Instagram, and I'm happy to share more about the sabbatical. But thank you guys so much for letting me relive it. It was every day that goes by. I'm like, God, what an amazing thing. So if you're, if you're teetering on should I do it or should I not, take the time for you and go do something big but big in the sense of it fulfills your soul. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So and always room. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was, go. I, I go. Was say, so we're, we had last week's episode and this week's episode to be bold. So guys, please remember to always be bold, even though sometimes it's hard and, and mall. Always eat dessert, maybe at a lovely beachfront cafe in Nantucket. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but everybody, Wish Molly, 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 Armas Molly a happy, happy, happy birthday. Have the best time in Nashville and we will be back. Okay. Sounds good. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions, and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.